Hi, I'm Perry. And I'm Janelle. And this is Too Pretty to Be Gay, the fucking podcast. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Too Pretty to Be Gay, the fucking podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Perry. And I'm Janelle. And this is a, this is our first actual recording of 2021. It is. Yeah. Oh, no, it just dawned on me that that is really true. Yeah. It's only been one weekend. How, had. how was your week so far? Ooh, uh, my weekend was very eye-opening, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I started to take steps to better understanding my spirituality. Mm. Yeah, how was yours? You started off deep already. I like it. Yeah. I like <laughs> last year was a matter of like me getting together. The, I don't want to say the materialistic side of me, but just... Mm-hmm. Um, Getting together, like, my credit, getting together, my finances. Well, okay. not getting together my finances, but more so managing my finances. Okay. okay. So, last year was all about finances. This year is all about spiritual. Mm. Which I my spirit right. I feel you. I feel you. So, it's all falling into place. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it was it was pretty tough. Um, work was really hard. I mean, I wouldn't say really hard. It was just, like, a lot that I had to do. On top of that, I've been like starting to get up early mm-hmm. and you know stretching in the morning. Oh, nice! Yeah, I, I basically put out this whole little thing on the last day of the year uh, of twenty twenty, uh-huh. and I wrote down a bunch of stuff and I pretty much made like a schedule for myself. So I've been really sticking to it, which I'm like so happy about. Because the minute that I start getting lazy, mm-hmm. I just become lazy. Oh. So I've been really pushing myself this week, and I've been doing pretty good. Nice! Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let me take a bath. Let me take a bath, and I'll catch y'all next week and see if it's doing the same thing. Yeah. No, I'm just take it week by week. <laughs> no, no, actually day by day. Yeah. yeah. Okay, take it day by day and report back to us week on a by week. week. Yeah. Or even Monday. We don't gotta commit got got that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm real dedicated. No, that's about good. It, I am. Congratulations. Thank you. Again, take a bath. Take a bath. Well, I hope you guys have been having a beautiful first week of the new year. Yes. And if you haven't, it's okay. Take it day by day. Right. Yeah, we're going to jump into this episode, but first we're going to go ahead and pull our question of this episode. Oh, yeah. See, I almost yeah. forgot. I like, looked at her and I'm just like, what do you do now? Yeah, you got to yeah, fill out the, uh, ask the question and oh, get our answers. And I have a new jar. Thank you. I have an actual jar, not a vase. Thank so. you, because my hand was like. It's know. okay. Show the people the vase. <laughs> show the people the vase. I mean, not the vase, the jar. Like I'm the jar. So it's so it's a lot bigger, um, which means it's more hand, more room for my hand to go okay. in. You know, and it looks it looks way more fancy. Oh, and it locks. Yes, it locks. So <laughs> unlock it. Get that. Open the lid. All right. And get some more going on. Oh, Listen. Give you guys a ASMR. Okay, that's okay. nice. All right, so we gonna, I hope we don't put the same question because I don't think I took it off the last time. Oh, this is good. Uh, do you believe in karma? Oh, that one is good. Yeah. I do believe in karma. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Tell us why, though. Um, I believe in karma because I believe in whatever you put out there is going to come back to you three um, times. Most definitely. So Three times. God damn. Yeah, okay. Let's not do too much of nothing. <laughs> three times is a lot. Three huh? times. So if you put good things out there, okay. you're going to receive good things. If okay. you put um, negative things out there, you're going to receive negativity. So mm. just remember, whatever you put out there into the universe, you are going to receive it. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the negative stuff. Mm. It was crazy because over the week, um, 
one of my coworkers, she dropped money on the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, another coworker, I found it. And then we were like, oh, is this yours? Is this yours? Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, is this yours? Is this yours? And she was like, yeah. To and the he, coworker that found it? That, or the coworker, the that, coworker that lost it. it. We pretty much knew who it was because mm-hmm. in that same moment that it that it was found, she was just right there. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Oh, is this yours or whatever?" And it was it was weird because after the after you know he had gave it back or whatever, uh, another coworker was like, "Yeah, that was good that you gave it back because if you would have kept it, you know what I mean? Like you would have got some shit would have happened oh, to yeah. you tenfold, you know, I mean, uh-huh. tenfold, like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that was pretty dope. Like that question came about. I honestly believe that karma did. Yeah, I know for sure. Yeah. To try, I don't want to say get rid of your karma, but like, not even get rid of your karma, but go through your karma because it's going to happen and then take those steps to understand why you did what you did in mm-hmm. the past because you can't fix it. No, you know I mean? you can only just understand it and learn from it. Most definitely. Yeah. So I, I, I believe in karma. All right. So we're going to move into our next topic, which is our couple of the week. Ooh, we got a couple of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were going to be doing couple of the weeks and gay or lesbians of the week or any of our LBGT plus yeah. people of the week. We want to admire you guys. No, it's not admire. Just give you guys some recognition. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I want to admire. <laughs> like, oh, we got heart school. No, we want to give you guys some recognition yeah. and appreciation if you're doing something out there or just appreciation for you existing yeah that's what we're gonna do that's what they're gonna do speaking of existing like this particular couple pretty much started to exist within our community um publicly so abruptly (laughs) huh this is so abruptly who you know them yeah Yeah. it was just like it was just like out of nowhere like you know so it's just like you know it just they just made their presence known just like kaboom or whatever so without further ado all right, so our couple of the week is the Brat and Jessica Dupart. Jessica Dupart. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys know who the Brat is from like the '90s rap um, artists and stuff like that. Um, but Jessica Dupart is her partner, and she's the owner of Kaleidoscope. So pretty much, they kind of like came and what is out. Kaleidoscope? Uh, Kaleidoscope is basically a, a hair oil. Okay. Yeah, she uh started off like I guess in her kitchen, or she mm-hmm. started off like basically doing hair herself, okay. and then all of a sudden, like you know. Um, with patience and nice. consistency and all that stuff, she ended up becoming like a real huge, ended up becoming a huge, um, what's it like in the hair industry? Entrepreneur yeah, industry. most definitely. She's a target and everything. Oh, shoot. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, so round of applause. Congratulations, Jessica mm-hmm. Dupart, that's her name? Yeah, Dupart. Yeah, yeah. Dupart. And congratulations to Jessica Dupart and the brat yeah. for, for just introducing herself. Yeah. Speaking of the media, mm-hmm. would you say that you grew up with more or less of homosexuality being displayed? Uh, less. A lot less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't that many people that I've seen like, in the media that I can just be like, oh yeah, like, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah. You know? It was like one person, and that was Ellen DeGeneres, and that's it. Yeah, I feel like everybody grew up with Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> yeah. being that one. Well, within our um, generation, grew up with Ellen DeGeneres being that main one. Yeah. Center that's out yeah. in the media. Yeah, I think that was like pretty much it. It was like really secretive. It was almost like no one was coming out. Yeah. Lit that 2020, even though 2020 came with a lot of fucked up shit, like a lot of beautiful things yeah, happened. And right. one was like a lot of people became true to themselves and us, you yeah. know, coming out. You know, yeah, I, mean? I feel like they've been true to themselves, but it was just a matter of being true out. out. And I don't say proudly. But you feel me? Like, well, you know, homosexuality is all about being prideful, you know what I mean? So, hey, yeah, I want the world to know 
I feel like you were just itching to get that part out. I really was. I really was. (laughs) But yeah, so we had um, DJ Quells. He's from The New Guy and Road Trip. Yeah, and it's so weird because I really didn't know that he was was gay at all whatsoever. It seemed like he didn't have any signs of it. You know what I mean? I feel like I just never, like, questioned his, thought about his sexuality. Mm, Because you always knew him as a funny guy. Not that I always knew him as a funny guy. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you've seen his show, it's like, oh, my God, that's that funny guy that's on that movie, you know? Um, I, I've, he's never done anything to make me question his sexuality. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what else took us by storm as far as their coming out into the world? Who? Missy Nash. Oh, my God. Good. Yes, because I legit, <laughs> like, legit did not know that she was yeah. even interested in mm-hmm. females, you know what I mean? And then just to come out and just come out with a marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wow, like that was just like yeah. super crazy. See, Nishi Nash, I've never questioned her sexuality. Yeah. I've like never, not questioned, but I've never thought about her sexuality. Yeah. Like it never dawned on me, like, oh, does she like men, does she like women? Yeah. So when she came out, I was like, Honey, like, do your shit. Out, like, Stretch yourself. I am married now. Yeah, married yeah, that, that was, was crazy. That was so beautiful. And another person who came out um, in 2020 that was really powerful was Zaya Wade. Yeah, yeah, very, very powerful. Yes. Um, and he's he's pretty much a trans. Mm-hmm. So, she, so she, she she's a she now. She. Yeah, so Zaya Wade. We're still is a she learning um, learning our pronouns and getting more. Comfortable with using them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or I would say remembering to use them. Yeah, remembering to use them, yeah, for sure, for sure. So she's basically like the um, daughter of Mm -hmm. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. That whole situation is so beautiful. It really is. And you know what? It really shows a deep understanding and love that a parent should have Mm -hmm. for a child that is a part of the LGBT community. That whole acceptance and wanting to know more about it because they want to be able to relate to their child instead of shunning them Mm -hmm. was like, amazing yeah that's really amazing or not even like relate but really just love their child yeah they need to be loved because in his case if he would have came in her case (laughs) in her case if she would have came out like you know i'm transgender yeah and her parents were like well we still gonna call you he that's Mm. not but we're still gonna call you he but we're gonna love everything about you yeah but i'm just not gonna call you she yeah for them to make that transition with her is beautiful and it shows that i'm gonna love you the way you need to be loved exactly they were um gabrielle union was actually recently on taraj benson's uh, new show on facebook Mm -hmm. um it's talking about mental illness and stuff and mental health issues but she basically was there and she pretty much like said that zaya pretty much felt outed a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? She said that she took a picture next to her cake and uh, I guess got a lot of, she got a lot of feedback and comments, negative comments or whatever about her being, you know, uh, a trans or being gay or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. Um, and then she said there was another time that she had came out but then kind of like went back in. But now she's like, no, I am trans. Yeah. This is who I am Sorry. and, you know, et cetera. So that was a really, really good one. And it actually with her being only 12 years old, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a blueprint for any other child that is pretty much feeling the same way that she's feeling or even just being gay or lesbian at a young age. You know what I mean? So that was really good. Who else do we have? We had a few people. Who else do we have? Do Nikki D. Jagger? You know, the YouTuber? Oh, I do. Yeah, the trans. She's trans. I know. I just recently found out. I feel like with the well, after the rest of the world, let me stop lying. <laughs> I found out after the rest of the world. Yeah. But that's, that's deep. Yeah. But you know what? 
I feel as though I don't know what how was the vibe with everybody? They're mad, they're happy, what's going on? Actually I really don't know, but for her to continuously have that many followers, I'm pretty sure they're just okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like she's good at what she does, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, it's no really no negative feedback yeah. from it or backlash or anything. The surprising thing is that there was no for me when I was looking at some of the mm-hmm. videos, there was no indication. That, that she, was, she trans. was trans but it's like why should she have to indicate that she's trans i mean personally to myself mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying then, unless she's trying to date me or something mm-hmm. then that's something different you yeah. know what i mean but as far as like being on youtube and doing what you're doing you know it's whatever, entertainment it's just, it's just entertainment so there's no need for you to go deep into right. who you are and stuff like that unless that's a part of your get down you yeah. know what i'm saying unless that's a part of your show and stuff like that like we did on the first episode mm-hmm. to get a better understanding of who we are for our audiences yeah. But I think it was just a time that she just felt like the need to do it. That's you know beautiful. I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if she's just on her um, YouTube doing makeup tutorials or, yeah. you know, beauty hacks or so forth, then it's like she shouldn't have to yeah. announce what she is. But yeah. it would be a different story if she was in her personal life. For To me, I feel like, in my opinion, it would be a different story if in her personal life yeah. she was not letting the people, people know that yeah. she was trans. Yeah. I feel like that is a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah, you can yeah. say my name is such and such and I am. No, <laughs> and I'm just you don't joking. need to say that. If, I'm just if, joking, I'm just if joking. If the relationship is coming more close and, you know, personal. But I feel like, uh, I think this is another discussion for another topic. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel like that's one of the things that you should say. Like, because hello, of hi, I'm Perry and I'm transsexual. I feel that way. Really? Yeah, I honestly do. Ooh. And the only reason why, just to keep it short, is because that you... Can, especially for trans women dating mm-hmm. men, um, especially if a, a male doesn't particularly know or can see any inclination mm-hmm. about you being once a guy, yeah. I feel that that's a dangerous, dangerous mm-hmm. step to basically just but not no, disclose but what that. I'm saying is, you're saying like, are are you just being? Sarcastic? I'm saying like immediately. No, no, I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, at all you're saying like, oh, we let's just say we're at a bar, yeah, and um, you approach me and you're like, hey, and I'm like, hi, I'm Perry, I'm trans, like I'm a transsexual. Honestly, like I don't, I don't think it should be that raw. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that should be in within the first couple of sentences. No, um, in the first couple of sentences, I don't know, but maybe. First of all, it all depends soon. on where you are. Yeah. First of all, because if you're already in a gay environment, mm-hmm. then obviously you probably will have some type of information that yeah. this person may be, you know, trans. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, if you're not in that type of environment, just say you guys met at a, a regular restaurant yeah. or whatever the case may be, I do honestly think that should be within the first couple of sentences of mm-hmm. your introduction to this person because you don't necessarily know what type of feelings this person may have um and especially if you prolong it but what if can it be like we exchange numbers and then i tell you no text, like, because that can be even something that can be dangerous for yourself also, I probably won't see because the person again. you probably won't see the person again but then you'll probably get all type of hate text messages you probably get all type of hate calls harassments during that mm-hmm. i feel like that should just be something that you should say off top because a lot of men don't take that the way us women probably would, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a trans male going to a woman and then, you know, trying to yeah. date another woman or whatever, um, they wouldn't take that too lightly. Mm-hmm. So I think just off top five, my name is such and such. And, you know, before we take a step further, I want to let you know that I'm, you know, trans. And then you go from there because if you leave me on and I'm a straight Okay, when you say it like that, because <laughs> you're making it seem like, oh, oh, hey, what's up? Um, I think you're kind of cute. Like, what's your name? Oh, hi, my name is Perry and I'm trans. 
Like, no, that's the no. vibe I'm getting. No, I'm like, not like that. Like, not, how do no. I even know? Like, no, if I even like want to give you my number? Like, no, not like that. I'm just saying, okay. like, in general, like I said, the first couple of sentences, mm-hmm. you know, coming off, like, you know, regular conversation, just let them know because that shit can be real dangerous. Okay, like, okay, so let's just say, for instance, I'm going to go too in depth. I'm just trying to have a better uh, understanding of, like, yeah, where you're coming yeah. from. So let's say, for instance, um, I meet somebody. Well, I don't know. Okay, let's say, for instance, if, Amber is at a bookstore. Okay. Okay. We're gonna make it so as neutral as possible. Okay. If Amber is at a bookstore in Tyrone, I don't know what. <laughs> Tyrone. I think you better call Tyrone. So and Tyrone approaches Amber, and it's just Tyrone and Amber at this bookstore. Right? Okay. But other people, but they don't know. I'm gonna keep visioning this in my okay. head. So okay. All right. I got you. You guys, listeners and viewers, go ahead and close your eyes and picture this scene with me. Okay. All right. So. Let's see. Amber's no, looking through the bookshelf, right? Okay. She's trying to find her book. Tyrone approaches her. Oh, hi. Um, you come here often? And she's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm looking for this book for class or whatever. Mm. And then Tyrone's like, oh, okay. What? What? Oh, now we, they're at a university setting, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up a notch. <laughs> right. We're not in COVID right now. They, they, they go to university. So um, Tyrone's like, oh, um, what, what class? You know, what's your major or whatever? Mm. And Amber's like, oh, you know, um, communication. And Tyrone's like, oh, okay, mm. you got uh professor cc oh i do i used to have them last semester oh okay cool and then they have a conversation that's in they and they separate they're like oh, okay well all right see you around like see you around campus or whatever gotta go and okay. separate should amber have said i'm i'm trans or should the conversation okay then now they meet up again like they bumped they bump into each other again yeah and they're like oh what's up um i see you at the bookstore what's your name uh, I didn't even get your name that day. What's your name? Oh, yeah. Amber. Oh, okay. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Tyrone. And then that's when Amber should be like, I think so. I'm trans. On that second conversation, because obviously him remembering mm-hmm. you from a bookstore, not by name, not yeah. by any of that, like, it kind of seems like he was already kind of like checking out the, you know what I'm saying, the potential of okay. either hooking up with this person or getting to know this person mm-hmm. better. So I think the second, second conversation would have been mm-hmm. the, the chance to tell him. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I'm not trans, and I don't know how it feels to be a trans person mm-hmm. in today's world, yeah. even though we, um, the gay community is out there and we're not being hidden anymore. Yeah. I mean, we're not hiding anymore. Yeah. I don't know how it feels to be a trans person, but I could only imagine not wanting to uh, disclose that information mm-hmm. um, without that person having any significance meaning to me. Mm-hmm. Me personally, that's how I'm looking at it. It's just yeah. like, I don't even know if I even, like, Tyrone, what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't even know if I even want to allow you in on that part, that part of my of life. You know I, mean, I mean, this is, this is, this is a sticky situation. Yeah. You know? So that's why I wouldn't, that's why I am neither here nor there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I can understand someone wanting to wait to disclose that information, mm-hmm. but not wait till we in the bed together. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Not wait that long. <laughs> but I can but you understand know that, someone But they still it. can have, like, emotional feelings, though, within yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. You don't want a person to get emotionally tied to you, and then you come out to say, I'm trans this, I'm trans that, or whatever, and then it's like, what the fuck? Now, sometimes I feel like a mm-hmm. sexual relationship is not as deep as an emotional relationship. Mm-hmm. So now you got this person thinking that they really like you, Potentially going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how long do you wait to tell a person what I'm saying? Run yourself, into sorry. me at the bookstore, <laughs> and we exchange five to ten words. We see each other again at Chow, 
and you have an emotional connection to me. <laughs> hey, it's the love at first sight, you know. We right? have an issue other than me being it's, trans. It's, okay? Listen, listen, it's love at first sight. It do Ooh, exist. We have so. something. We need to talk about something other than my sexuality. Okay, <laughs> we need to talk about you and your mommy issues. I'm just okay? saying, you know, something like that. Okay, I can yeah. dig it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So we don't just express our sexuality like on YouTube or through mm -hmm. social media. It has also gone into the avenue of like different entertainment TV shows, yeah. different movies, yep. different um, ads, billboards. The other day I saw an ad for JC's Pennies mm. and it had two um, fathers. And you can tell they're fathers because of the way that they're positioned. Okay. So it was two male um, fathers okay. and then it was, I believe, two kids. In the picture and it was like for like a holiday picture like oh wow picture taken with us and i thought it was just so beautiful like first of all jc pennies i want you to be around <laughs> forever because they are just so accepting yeah you know what i mean and then yeah. on that same advertisement they not only had a homosexual couple mm -hmm. they also had a black couple okay and then they had um a single household okay with the, you know with the kids so mm -hmm. it was beautiful in itself yeah diverse yeah, very diverse. very very diverse yeah and it's crazy because we really didn't see that growing up no yeah no i feel like the only thing i saw was like the l word and i snuck to see yeah that. And that I, show, <laughs> I really don't think that show was all that good okay i'm not a <laughs> l word fanatic and mm -hmm. some people out there that are kudos to you but I was sneaking to see a show so boring just so I can see other women people like, like you. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't just butch, it was it was yeah, also film. It was yeah, yeah. So that like the whole idea of it being in like kids' shows and stuff was really, really controversial. Mm -hmm. I seen like a lot like on my Facebook page and stuff like that, a lot of people just going ham, like why are they putting this in, you know, mm -hmm. kids shows and our kids don't need to see this type of stuff and blah 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 blah. But it's been in shows, yeah, it you has. know what I mean? And it's just, it's just making its way like to a younger level. Mm -hmm. um, I feel because they understand, like the world understands that homosexuality starts at a very young yeah. age, just like heterosexuality yeah. does. So they're now they're like an author. They have two, uh, two male figures. Oh, yeah. yeah, they end up getting married. Oh. Uh, I believe it was author's teacher uh -huh. and his uh, significant other, they end up getting married. Um, it was also in, I believe, Gravity Falls, uh -huh. where the two, it was a deputy and a sheriff, they basically expressed their love. Yeah. Um, and it also was in, dang, what else was it? Well, we already know like Spongebob. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Spongebob is supposed you know, to be Brian, a part of the LBG community. Brian, I, I, I do remember always hearing that Spongebob was gay, but I never really paid attention to it as I got older. Yeah, he's he's a part of the gay community. I mean, the gay community. He probably doesn't community. label himself. No. Yeah. He's probably I, like the dang brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I kind of get that, those vibes. Yeah, like, someone that doesn't just, he's, he's a part of the community, but doesn't want to label himself. Yes. Yeah. He's just love. Yeah. Like, that's his point about it. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I would say the, the most recent display of um, the gay community that I've watched mm -hmm. was Euphoria. Mm. Yeah. That shit was so good. If you I love that show. Euphoria, I'm like, waiting on season two to come out. Did you see the Rue um the Rue special? No, I didn't either. Rue, what, what it's like, I don't. I, she was like advertising on Instagram during like the end of quarantine. <laughs> I mean, during like the beginning of quarantine, I think, and it was just called Rue. She said, "This is not season two. This mm -hmm. is has nothing to do with season one. This is just Rue." 
discussion. No, I didn't hear it. was Ruth part one, so mm-hmm. we should watch it and we report back in next time. Okay, but for Euphoria, sure. I feel like Euphoria really showed what I would imagine being exploring with your sexuality now, mm-hmm. nowadays, like during this generation. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they displayed that very well. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so, only because it had that emotional and physical you know connection between rue and her best friend which was trans right her best yeah. friend was a trans mm-hmm. uh woman yeah yeah so they had that type of connection which is something that for me it's like a trans woman being a trans woman are you specifically being trans woman to date guys or are you being a trans woman because you feel only like a woman mm-hmm. you know what I mean? and you can still be a lesbian, yeah. you know what I mean? So it did give you different avenues of how that, that played out because I believe she actually, her best friend had several, not several, but two different um, relationships. Mm-hmm. She had one with a random person mm-hmm. that she had just met and she had it with Rue yeah. as well. So yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. And then I like Big Moth too. But you know what the most interesting part about that all? What? The woman, I'm not sure of the actor's name, but the woman that played the best friend, mm-hmm. she is really trans. Oh, life. really? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a, right. Yeah, what? she's really trans. I thought she was just acting. Yeah, and we we do apologize for um not knowing your name. I yeah, totally don't know the name of that actress because she was legit yeah. lit. Yeah, she yeah, was. She also had um, um relationships with the was it the was he the football player? Yeah, she did. But yeah. in real life, she's a trans woman. Mm. So that's beautiful. She gets to play herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty dope. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that's why it brought so much um like all that beautiful emotions mm-hmm. into the show because she was and she was just and, doing her being yeah, her and yeah we really got to see what it felt like to be a maybe mm-hmm. to be a trans woman teenager yeah. i feel like you know the best acting comes when you able to play yourself in the first place right. so that was beautiful another show that i think um pretty much touches good on the lgbt community mm-hmm. is big mom I mean, actually, yeah, yeah, and it's it's for adolescents. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I feel like it's geared towards adolescents because it's something about exploring your sexuality mm-hmm. and growing up. I mean, growing going through, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, puberty, puberty, yeah, and all that mm-hmm. great stuff that happens, and you feel all weird and shit. And <laughs> get the bumps all over your face, and your boobs start growing, and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, so um, they have a gay couple, well, mm-hmm. a gay uh guy, a teenager. And he pretty much is like. Oh, the main character is gay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I've never (laughs) saw Big Mouth. I think I saw. No, no, no. The main character is not gay. He's uh, well, he's a. He's a significant character. He's pretty much the guy that um, he's he's the gay guy at school or whatever, and he's like a reporter of the Mm -hmm. you know the little school uh, paper and all this good stuff or whatever. And he finally uh, ran into another gay guy at his, uh, I believe it was at school or was it at a bookstore or something like that. Either way, they end up running into each other or whatever. And now they're moving into basically his sexual experience and him, you know, finally being able to kiss a guy Mm. and touch a guy and stuff like that. So that's really good. And then you also have another character that pretty much seems to be bisexual because he has a... I don't know. He has sexual relationships mm-hmm. with his pillows, and one of his pillows, yes, and one oh, of his pillows. Those, um, what are those like demons? They look like little demons or something. 
Does Big Mouth got something to do with like a weird creature? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Sex okay. sex uh, monsters. That's who he has sex with, right? Or that's no. who, like, not who he has sex with, but they kind of, like, appear. Yeah, they appear when they're, like, sexual thoughts. Or yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But he, um, he has a pillow and, uh, well, he has two pillows. Mm-hmm. One is a female and one is a, a male. Uh-huh. And he has sex with the both of them. Uh, okay. You know, and they talk. Oh, right. You know what I mean? They say some weird ass way out shit, yeah, <laughs> but like legit, they have like sex monsters or whatever. And um, pretty much even their sex monsters, like the main sex monster, I don't remember his name, but I don't remember a lot of characters' names. But he is he comes off as being like with the shit. You know what okay. I mean? Like just I'll fuck this, I'll fuck that, I'll fuck this. I'll, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a very interesting show to basically. I don't know. I, our kids watch it, but it's like, you know, yeah. it, it is very, <laughs> it's very explicit. Okay. Okay. And it's on Netflix. Okay. Like, boom, there it is. So, okay. yeah, that's I another show that's like legit LGBT. Okay, moving along. I am really excited about this part of the episode. Yeah, it's something new for us and I new know. for you guys. Maybe so. So the other day we asked our social media, by the way, if you're not following us on social media, after this episode. Do that shit right now. Pause the episode and go follow us right now. Okay. <laughs> and it's all. Now come on back. Okay. Um, on uh, Instagram, social, on Instagram, yeah. we asked our Instagrammers who would be interested in answering four questions via phone conversation. That so I'm going to go ahead and call one of them, and Jayna is going to call the other. Yes. To keep the episode short and at a lengthy time, because sometimes we can exceed that. Yeah. <laughs> we are just only going to ask two people and also give our response so you get four responses in total awesome all right so you're first or me um, first you want to yeah let me go first you want to go first yeah okay well she's gonna go first yeah we could have rock paper scissors but uh you know who's gonna win (laughs) me okay all right you ready so let's see what she answers i will put it on speaker up to the mic Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Hi. Perry says hello. hi. Hello. Hello. Okay. So hello. you basically are allowing us to call you right now. So we're going to get jump right into it. We have four questions that we want to ask you um, about our basically in regards to our topic of today. So the first question is uh, How do you feel about the display of homosexuality in the media? How I feel about it. Yes. Okay. Am I breathing heavy right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. How I feel about it in the media? Yes. You know what? You need to give me some examples, okay? Because you know what? <laughs> I'm kind of like that. It's a little foggy right now. So. Like basically just seeing like it on like TV shows, um, on commercials, pretty much seeing it all over social media, um, just hearing about different artists, actors and actors, I mean, actors and actresses and stuff like that coming out um, and stuff like that. Like, how do you feel about that? Or even the display? I think that's, I think that's good. I think it's dope, honestly. Because, I mean, it's a lot of people that just like, they don't know who they are, you know. I mean, the is and at the same time, the world don't gotta know, but shit, if other people like you, they like what you like, <laughs> you feel me? So how do you feel about like seeing it in like TV shows and stuff? Um, I mean, I don't know. 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 I don't know
it's normal to me. Mm. You know, like Modern Family, look, I'm, for example, look, Modern Family is dope, dope. All that dope, 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 dope. So, I mean, I don't care. You don't care to see it? I don't care. Like, I mean, it's, it's there. Like, I'm not, like, grossed out or anything like that. I feel like it's, um, it's cool. Okay. So the second question is, at what age do you feel it's appropriate to be exposed to homosexuality? The reason why we ask this question is because it's coming up in a lot of kids shows and um, movies and stuff like that. Even the people that are doing the voiceovers are coming out being bisexual or homosexual in some extent. Um, so how do you feel about basically like uh, it being in like kids shows and and what appropriate age do you think it's well, what what age do you think is appropriate for them to pretty much be exposed to homosexuality? Well, I feel like grade school and how I feel is just like everybody is gonna kick in general. Like you don't see that shit when you were a kid. You're not even paying attention. You just know how you feel. Mm. You know. So as far as it being, as far as you feel a certain type of way, okay. It's expressing your feelings at a young age, mm-hmm. but I mean, them seeing it, I mean, it's, boom, it's all within yourself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I even have no problem with it. It don't matter what age, I would say grateful, because that's when you you already know who you are, you find out who you are, you just, you know, it's cool. Okay. It needs to be incorporated, it needs to be taught, like, as far as, like, it's okay to be who you are. So the third question is, do you feel that the media exposure to homosexuality would make a person want to try it? Uh, no. No? Okay. Mm-mm. Do you feel like it's like if they were to try it, it's something that they already wanted to do, but not the influence of the media? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And last but not least is, do you think there's like some type of homosexual gay agenda that's out there that the media is helping to basically, you know, fund in a sense. Is <laughs> mm, they doing what? Basically, is is there some type of underlying agenda to like flood the media and stuff with homosexuality to basically have people to, I guess, tap into that that frequency of being homosexual, basically like trying it and stuff. Because yeah, there's a lot of talk I feel like about. They are
wife want to go out and explore with other women and mm. you're married to a man like you know it's going to be an open situation not like I, i'm in the closet about my secret life like okay it's whole, i thought i look at it like I feel you, I feel you. So thank you for your responses. Your oh, actually, did she even care? Like, oh, well, no, she already said that. She already uh, said that she didn't care. Like, you know, I don't care. It really, okay. you know, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Wait, we can reiterate it again, you know. No, no, you can. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and call my father. May I? Thank you. Sure. I got 10 minutes left, you know. I'm on the minute. I'm just fine. <laughs> You're rolling right now. I'm rolling right now. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Thank you for allowing me to call you this lovely day. I'm going to go ahead and ask you four questions. The first question okay, is. Shoot. Okay, shoot. Here I go. The first question <laughs> is How do you feel about homo. I'm sorry. How do you feel about the display of homosexuality in the media? As far as like a positive or negative or um, just as far as like just your own um feelings, like how do you feel when you see or when you hear homosexuality being displayed in the media? Mm-hmm. Like how do you feel when you're watching TV and it's just like homosexuality happening right there? Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess usually it falls into stereotypes as far as gay men and gay women. Usually it's a terrible representation, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like you're there. Okay. What do you mean a terrible re- representation? I mean, I just think it falls under stereotypes. It's not really How? diverse, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, I could too. Yeah. Okay. Well, the second question is, at what age do you feel is appropriate to expose, to be exposed to homosexuality? I have no idea. I mean, if you're around, if your parents are gay, then you're exposed your whole life. So I think it's, I mean, as long as it's in a healthy manner, whatever you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. Nice. As long as it's in a healthy manner, then you're exposed to. Yeah. Okay. And do you feel that the media, and do you feel that the media exposure to homosexuality would make a person want to try it? I could see how that could happen. I I mean, yes and no. Maybe it opened your mind to it, but if you're not gay, I don't think you're going to go out and try and be gay. Yeah, because mm. you saw it on TV. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah, like that's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like you see, like you do. And yeah. do you think there's a homosexual slash gay agenda? No, I don't know what that is. Um, I've heard about it, but I don't really know what it is. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, I guess like, for that term, but I can tell you what what the agenda is. Oh, okay. So you you've heard it being discussed in the world, but you don't see the agenda, or you don't think there is an agenda. I mean, I guess when I hear it in terms of agenda, it's, it's just like a quality. Mm-hmm. So I guess if that's the agenda, you know, but I don't. I don't think I get like a negative lighter. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay, I get yeah. it. I yeah. Tell you. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I was having a hard time understanding, but I totally get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
thank you for allowing us to call you and get your opinion because it matters. <laughs> it matters. It matters. <laughs> it does. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So those were our two callers and their own personal opinions on the four questions that we asked. Yeah. You want to go ahead and share your response to the four questions? Yeah, so for the first question, basically about um, my feelings towards how it's being displayed or about it being displayed in the media, I feel mm -hmm. that pretty much it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I feel that, you know, just the way they ex they basically have the exposure of homo uh, heterosexuality in the media and stuff like that, there needs to be the same representation for homosexuals. Because mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not like there's a phase to it. It's not like it's going to go away yeah. or anything like that. And I feel that the more that a lot of people pay attention to the media. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We get a lot of our news sources from the media, whether it's, you know, uh, on the social media side or actually, you know, CNN and all that yeah. stuff. So I feel that, you know, it being out there, it allows people to know about it yeah. and to find a better understanding about For it sure. and not be afraid of mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's not something that you should fear. You know yeah. what I mean? All right, so for the second question, at what age do uh, you feel, or do I feel it's appropriate to expose them to homosexuality? Um, I feel like at like grade school level, what grade school, grade school level, like pretty much um, elementary. So you know first I mean? grade, yeah, first grade, second grade ish. Um, only because I feel that for myself, I knew that I was gay at an early mm -hmm. age, and I feel like if I had the opportunity to pretty much see it or pretty much be able to talk to my parent about it at an earlier earlier age, mm -hmm. then I probably would have found out myself a little bit sooner mm -hmm. you know what i mean like what i like to dress in or how i like to present myself what type of lesbian i am you know what i mean mm -hmm. you know, basically being um liking females you mm -hmm. know what i mean like films instead of you know liking you know the opposite or whatever but i think at, at an early age because i know that homosexuality doesn't just start you know what i'm saying out of, out of a whim mm -hmm. you know what i mean i feel like it's something that you're pretty much born with so the earlier you'll be able to talk about it and be able to see it um the the better you'll be able to understand yourself. So that's what I think. Okay. Yeah. So then for the third question is basically, do you feel that the media exposure to homosexuality would make a person want to try it? Um, I do feel like the media have a very good influence on people to want to try different things. But I also feel when it has something to do with homosexuality that it takes a lot, you know what I mean, to be in a sexual space with somebody and that's just not like a sexual space when you guys are having intercourse but just a sexual space to want to kiss another mm -hmm. human being um what do you mean it takes a lot because like for heterosexuals i don't see a heterosexual man saying oh, okay i see this on the tv i'm going to go out and do it mm -hmm. you know what i mean i don't see a a true heterosexual woman saying i see another woman being kissed i'm going to go ahead out and do it i feel that these people that are going out out of the whim at whatever age you know what i mean 20 25 whatever already has some type of desire to want to be a certain type of way and now that it's out there now it's like okay well now i can go out and do it um i don't think it's something driven by the media however i do believe that you know with certain things in life with the media and stuff like that you do have that time where you want to try something um because the media presented it or you know you've heard of something that you didn't particularly like in the beginning but the media constantly shows it now all of a sudden you like it but when it comes down to homosexuality i think that's a, a lot broader um of a thing to be like oh yeah let me go ahead and try this you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's like that connection with another guy or another girl and you're not that way that's awkward you know what i'm saying I, I, for myself i couldn't be a heterosexual woman and say yeah 
I'm going to go try to be a lesbian mm-hmm. if I'm already not having some type of inclination in my mind and my emotions or whatever that I am bisexual. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel about that one. And then the last question was, do you, uh, you think there is a homosexual gay agenda? Um, with that, I do kind of feel that there is some type of agenda being presented. Basically, um, it, when you hear it or whatever, I uh, really understand it as something being very negative. But I'm just going to do a positive light to it. I feel like the agenda is basically to make or to allow people to be shown in a different light than what is already being shown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we grew up just seeing heterosexual stuff all day long, but that didn't connect to me. You know what I mean? So I think with it being exposed in the media, the agenda is to say, hey, there's other people that are not heterosexual that are out here. You know what I mean? Just like with uh, black people now entering to a broader scale of movies and TVs and stuff, you're not just saying, oh, Denzel Washington only. You're seeing a vast majority of black actors and stuff coming out with their own shows and producers and stuff like that. That's incorporating, hey, other people can do this. So it's the same thing that I feel that the agenda is to show that other people like homosexual can be actors and play roles and be singers and talk about their love life and stuff like that. And so can you as a person watching them. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about that. So you like, feel like there is a gay agenda and that's the gay agenda? There, it, the, the gay agenda could be in two different realms. Like I said, there's a positive from, I'm just speaking on the positive. Mm-hmm. The, the negative one that most people hear about is basically a demasculization of black men mm-hmm. and basically demasculizing them um, to be away from the black woman to, for them not to be able to procreate and make more black babies. So that's like the the depth, like kind of like conspiracy type of thing, which, mm-hmm. you know, most conspiracy theories are sometimes, you know, walking into the truth or whatever. It just takes time. But I just want to share like a different perspective of it to basically be inclusive. Like the media is now trying to make um, an inclusiveness about it and shed light on different people. Like I said, the negative part about it is basically that agenda being a, a sense of demasculizing, mm-hmm. you know, the black male, um, making the female be the head of household, which, you know, now she's out to fend for herself. Now there's more black babies and stuff like that being raised by single mm-hmm. parents, etc. Um, that's like a negative light to it. But taking it to the positive side, I think that just being inclusive within the media and showing that there's other people that's out there. I can dig it. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I can definitely dig it. Yeah. Um, to answer those same questions, how do I feel about the display of homosexuality mm-hmm. in the media? When I when I watch a movie or like a TV show and homosexuality presents itself mm-hmm. um, through what I'm watching, my feeling is kind of... Is it dissatisfied? Yeah, dissatisfied with how they present gays in the media. I okay. feel like they do a poor job mm-hmm. at it. They do a very, is it sexist? Like with the women, they do a very like sexist job at it. They always mm-hmm. try to make the lesbian seem like, you know, approachable or like yeah. desirable. Mm-hmm. And then for the, I don't know how it feels to be a gay man, but for the gay men, they're always like, over the top like Mm. they're just always just like which there are some very beautiful amazing gay men who are just over the top but all gay men are not like that and all gay women aren't this um this woman that you want to fuck yeah sexual being yeah so i feel like they really um the way that they display it in the Mm. media they do a very poor job but then also um i feel like nowadays it's 
it's everywhere okay. you know what i mean and i'm thankful for that it being everywhere because it do allow um early exposure or it do allow exposure that one may not be getting in their home okay. or like one may not be getting just in like their day-to-day life they can go on to social media or they can turn on the tv or whatever the case is and mm. be exposed to different type of homosexualities okay within the media um so to answer i feel like i answered the second one now what age do you feel yeah. is appropriate to be exposed to homosexuality yeah um what age do i feel is appropriate hmm i feel like when the opportunity presents itself, like every um, developing child is different mm-hmm. for Bob, the age that is appropriate to um, for him to be exposed for homosexuality to the media might be at five mm-hmm. because of all his other circumstances that okay. may come into effect. But Susie, her exposure might be appropriate at age 12 mm-hmm. because of all of her circumstances. So I feel like it's on a, a, a child basis, like every every individual is different. Okay. Um, I would just say as long as it is not thrust or thrown upon the individual mm-hmm. at any age is, you know, it's, it's good. As long as you're not like beating into a child or as long as you're not, um, no, you need to sit down and, and understand this and you yeah. need to sit down and, and watch these documentaries or whatever or learn yeah. these things as long as it's just presented in a healthy manner to where the child doesn't feel overwhelmed or the child doesn't feel like they are being forced mm-hmm. to understand homosexuality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and do you feel that the media exposure to homosexuality would make a person want to try it? No, mm-hmm. I don't at all. Um I've been exposed to other things other than homosexuality in the media, and it never made me want to try it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've been exposed to different drugs. I've been exposed to different professions, and it, it never made me want to try it. Makes sense. Yeah. So, no, I don't feel as though homosexuality being exposed in the media would make someone want to try it. Because if you are a straight male or a straight woman, you're not going to look at a TV show and be like, I wonder what it feels like to kiss the same sex. Yeah, like you're just yeah. not because you're that sure of your sexuality. Now, if you're questioning your sexuality yeah. and watching something makes you think that you want to try it, that's not the media. That's just that's you. you. That's yeah. just your yeah. internal battle that you're fighting. Mm. So um, do I think that there's a homosexual slash gay agenda? No, I don't mm-hmm. think that there is a um, a gay agenda that the media is um, pushing against civilization. <laughs> uh, I just feel like, you know, growing up, I didn't see much um, gay things on television. And now that I'm adult, it's like every channel I turn to, it's some gay shit happening. Yeah. And at first, I didn't really quite understand it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, not another gay role. Or like, oh my gosh, not another gay character or a gay TV show. But then I had to, I started to understand like, wait, gays are shaking shit up. Like, they're mm. not hiding anymore. Like, they're not um, being put on the back burner or they're not they're not they're coming out the closet you yeah, know what i mean and yeah. with the whole gay community coming out of the college closet and not taking any more bullshit is going to come with having to have more exposure having mm. to have more roles because now you have these actors and you have these people in such high celebrity status that 
the everyone else like they're um they have a little fan base and their the younger kids are look at, looking up to them and they're coming out and they're identifying as transsexual or transgender mm-hmm. or bisexual or whatever the case is of course the media is going to want to put those roles on the forefront not even if they don't like it or even if they do mm-hmm. like it not if they don't like but even if they support the sexuality of or if they don't support the sexuality, I feel like they just gonna want to make a movie or make a role out of it because it's the norm now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a, a horrible term using the norm, but it is oh, what I'm trying to think. It's not the norm, but it is acceptable now. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. It is acceptable now. And so what come acceptance needs to come with exposure. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm sense. I'm very proud of the media and I'm very proud of the TV shows and like all these movies that do have these gay roles. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I wish is that they just did a better job at um, displaying homosexuality. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm I'm very happy that now they're allowing gay people to play gay roles because mm-hmm. like the the character from Euphoria, the mm-hmm. trans um, woman, how she gets to play a trans role. I thought yeah. she played that role beautifully. Yeah. You know. Zendaya, I kind of think Zendaya on the other team, but that's a conversation for a different story because <laughs> she played Rue very beautifully. Yeah. But no, I don't, me personally, I don't think that there's a gay agenda. Okay. Um, having, I feel like I, I heard the gay agenda probably maybe like over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I probably stumbled upon a documentary or some shit mm-hmm. or a conversation. But yeah, I don't, I don't see the gay agenda. I just think it's just the norm now and it's being like, thrust upon the mm-hmm. world and it may seem like you know undercover or underlying agenda but like you said i feel like as a, as positively speaking i feel like the only agenda would be to show acceptance in yeah. the community and to show that the um, the media is welcoming the lgbt plus yeah that's 25 letters of the alphabet. <laughs> so, i mean not 25 it was like what like I think it was 42 th- or something it's yeah, a lot it's of a lot letters, letters within yeah. the LGBT community, yeah. so I just feel like the media is just welcoming, yeah. whether if it's for financial reasons or just for pure welcomeness. Like, yeah. I'm here for it. For sure, for sure. So no, I don't feel that there is a gay agenda or a homosexual agenda within the media. Okay. Yeah. But if you feel like there is, go ahead and let us know in the comment box below. Also, you can take it upon yourself to answer the four questions. Most definitely. Yeah, slide in our DMs or even just, you know, make it publicly known how you feel. Yeah. We're here for it all. All the comments, you know, because actually it's, it's just a, you know, different perspective. Yeah. When we have different people commenting on there and because of the length of our episodes, we only chose to do to outsiders amongst uh, other than ourselves. So like I said, like if you want to drop the answers to these questions in the comment box or slide into our DM. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the most important our email. The most important thing is that we created a conversation around around this topic. Yeah. Which the is the media and homosexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's here. It's here. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, and it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So just just comparing yourself as a person that don't necessarily like to see it just prepare yourself to see it because it's going to happen i mean i'm sure you just don't want to go back to reading newspapers all your life Uh, yeah but even just the fact that us too we are adding to the homosexuality in the media yeah as a podcast yeah that is true yes to lesbian women on a podcast titled too pretty to To be be gay gay. yeah we are the representation Yeah, yeah displaying homosexuality yeah. in the media. We created the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> period. Okay. Okay. Period. Poo. <laughs>
So yeah, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Too Pretty To Be Gay. The fucking Oh, you get real good at yeah, that. I know. <laughs> we were your hosts. I am Perry. And I am Janelle. Go ahead and like, subscribe, comment, and share. Bye. Bye.